0: Attention, culture consumers. Join me, the queen of queries, Sarah O'Connor, and my band of nerdy knights. Colleen McMillan. Flo Siegel.
1: And Anders Drew. On Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms, especially that Star Wars galaxy far, far away.
0: Listen each week as we examine the stories that mean so much to us. Bohemian Geek Studies is available wherever you get your podcasts and is proudly part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.
1: Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Crackin' One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews.
0: Every week, we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And
1: sometimes the world.
0: We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the
1: brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes. And while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings on in the world of pop culture.
0: So check out Crackin' When Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hello there. I'm Colleen.
1: I'm Anders.
2: And I'm special guest star Flo. Hi, Flo. What's up, Flo? (laughs) Hey, good to be back. Yes. So we're (laughs) nerds,
0: including Flo, who love science fiction and fantasy stories. So of course, we love Star Wars.
1: And if there's one thing the internet definitely never has enough of, it's nerds talking about Star Wars. So every episode, we journey to a galaxy far, far away to discuss what's new in the Star Wars canon and beyond. This is yet another Star Wars podcast.
0: All right. For this special emergency episode of yet another Star Wars podcast, we're taking a closer look at the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, which was shown for Disney Investors Day. There is also an excellent little sneak peek in Entertainment Weekly featuring a very, very <laughs> handsome Ewan McGregor on the cover. Nearly died when I opened my mailbox. It's fine.
1: I believe that's actually, it's like the last print edition of the magazine too, right? After this, it's all digital.
2: Wow. Mm -hmm. What a way to go out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to be taking a a shallow dive into the trailer, but be warned, we're going to be discussing spoilers from all of Star Wars, including films, video games, and other series. So beware for that tree of knowledge on Dagobah, but let's dive in with a quick rundown of the trailer and get into some of those Easter eggs. All right. I'm going to start us off. Uh, Even before we get into the trailer, the series is being fully directed by Deborah Chow, who wonderfully directed chapters three and seven of The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And the series is primarily written by Joby Harold, whose credits include working on the John Wick films and is an executive producer on Edge of Tomorrow.
0: I love that movie. I
1: haven't seen that movie in so long. And I'm not going to lie, in my head, I always confuse it with Oblivion. how dare it's like the future site it's the future like soldier war thing i don't know
0: that's fair tom cruise but then tom cruise dies a lot in edge of tomorrow so it's really funny
2: i have never heard of either of those movies (laughs) well edge of tomorrow i would i think you would actually like that one edge of
1: tomorrow has emily blunt
2: oh i love emily blunt okay Mm -hmm. i'll check it out and
0: it's very funny as well as action-packed All right, so we start opening on Tatooine, of course, because we can't get away from here, with a lone figure in the distance. It has this like very grand Lawrence of Arabia vibes, but this is definitely a place we've seen before, over and over again. Obi-Wan is on his way into town, which one we don't know yet, but it looks fairly small, with his trusty companion and so cute. Eopis are those sturdy but very stubborn camel-y looking guys. So Ben is showing off some of the same animal skills he used in *French the Sith*, little prequel action for Flo and R.I.P. Toboga. Daniel's not here, so we can't cry with him over a creature, but R.I.P. Boga, we love you a lot.
1: Yeah, EOPs, thats the one that like farts on Jar Jar, right?
2: I think amazing. So. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I like how you went with like *Lawrence of Arabia* because when I saw it, I was like immediately Aladdin, like the opening oh, yeah. scene of Aladdin with like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I come from Aladdin. I can't sing the restaurants. We're going to get sued. (laughs) No, we're
1: not allowed. We're not allowed to do the opening from Aladdin until we get confirmation of an Ezra.
2: Agree a million percent. But didn't this look kind of like it? And even the music kind of was like Arabian nights Mm E.
1: Yeah, a little bit. That's
2: where my brain went for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. I was actually, I was honestly surprised because I just remember... We're now completely off track, but I just yeah, remember from okay. like the boba, the boba fett trailer, we got the uh, mm. the monk spider droids like in the foreground mm. in that initial trailer mm-hmm. and I was surprised that they resisted doing anything that like really really front and center. It was very yeah. focused on the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking cool. of, we get a nice little voiceover from Ben Kenobi. He says, mm. "The fight is done. We lost." <laughs> now, question of who he's talking to. Is he talking to himself? Is his mind just kind of wandering? Could he be talking to Qui-Gon, his old master, who's managed to manifest himself through the Force? Is he having a little bit of a flashback to his to a talk with Yoda? Is he talking to Owen, potentially?
0: Mm.
1: All things are possible.
0: Very excited to see frickin' Ewan McGregor and Joel Edgerton just, like, freaking <laughs> stare off... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Star off into the twin sons, mm-hmm. but right. it's also worth noting. I mean, this series takes place ten years after *Revenge of the Sith*, so mm-hmm. I feel like that almost ha- that line has to be from a flashback.
2: You would think so, or else it seems like everybody would know that you've lost already. <laughs> right. It's been right. a while. Yeah. <laughs> So from one of the Entertainment Weekly images, we see that Ben is living his best life in a cave, or like perhaps- a cave of just... wonders. That's right. <laughs> it's actually a tiger cave. It's a very weird kind of like combination series with Aladdin. Um, So we don't know if he's like living there, if it's just a resting point, like while he's heading to- who knows? He could be talking to Qui-Gon there, which would be really, really cool to see. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, around a fire. Maybe yeah. get, like, a little, like, you know, Battle of Endor ending fire <laughs> scene with, like...
1: <laughs> I really little... want that scene. Not gonna lie, that I really want so that fun. scene.
2: Yeah. I do, too! It and so you, cool. I mean,
1: that, that cave is sparse. Yeah. He has a mattress, a blanket, and maybe a lantern. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's having a tough life. I've got a feeling like we're gonna see some... Obi-Wan struggling either way he is a far cry from the home that we've seen in in a new hope Mm -hmm. and even after 10 years Ben is not settled on Tatooine no I don't think I can call him Ben
0: Ben can I like
2: I'm like (laughs) I'm really struggling with that
0: you can call him Obi if you want (laughs) Obi-Wan
2: I I think I I will
0: (laughs) I wrote Ben because that's who he technically is trying to be
2: no, it's just like it's so weird.
0: It is very weird. Ben Kenobi, yeah, you know, old Ben.
2: Yeah. Mm, he's Next just like so gonna... not old yet. He's just like still hot Ben.
0: Oh yeah. He's still medium old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's
2: Zaddy Ben.
0: Oh zaddy. Oh my god. Maybe
1: that's maybe that's the deal. It's um it's only when you fully embrace the Tatooine lifestyle that's when it ages you rapidly.
2: That's right. Mm. That's when you become Ben, old man mm-hmm. Ben good lord. Ugh. So
0: next we get to see old Ben, <laughs> new Ben, spying real hard on the Lars family with little baby Luke sitting on top of the hut. He's pretending
2: to be a pilot. It's so cute. I mean, he's not a baby. He's a like, baby. He's
1: like nine. He's like 10. 10, yeah, nine he's, or 10.
2: He's about ready to hit on a queen of a different planet. Come on. <laughs> Luke, he couldn't even like get on his sister
0: in
1: a new hope <laughs> at this age Ezra is like up in his tower like living on his own
0: yes yeah. Ezra is living on his own at this point mm. <laughs> so many rebels callbacks in this trailer and I think they're going to be in this show this is like super the Vanna menace Anakin vibes so much his goggles and he's pretending to fly yeah. it's adorable it seems that Ben is watching over Luke but has no real active part in his life old Ben is just some crazy wizard you know why would Luke be hanging out with him? Makes more yeah. sense that he's not really around.
1: And then it is the music cue to end all music cues. This yeah. is my favorite piece of music in Star Wars. It is Duel of the Fates kicks in.
2: Amazing. <laughs> yes.
1: More prequel content for Flo, more mall vibes for Colleen. Hearing just that John Williams score is oh so cool. I was, yes. It was so cool. <laughs> and we oh, know man. he came out he oh, uh John Williams has come out of rel- relative retirement to help mm-hmm. with the Obi-Wan theme which i mean i don't know if that man is it's possible for him to retire i'm pretty sure he could just be like making breakfast one morning hum some bars and then the next day he's got an got
0: yeah yeah for, for real he's for like real. 90 years old
1: yeah. he's just uh, oh god what, like,
0: yes, what better
1: music to usher in our potential big bads for these series the mm-hmm. Jedi hunting Inquisitors. Now, the Inquisitors are dark side villains who played a prominent role in the first couple of seasons of Rebels, Jedi mm-hmm. Fallen Order, the Ahsoka novel. So these are not new things for Star Wars. Uh, as far as we know from, from everything we've seen in comics and TV and everything, that we mm-hmm. know of about 10 Inquisitors under Darth Vader's command, but that's not a really definitive number. Yeah. They, kind, they just kind of refer to each other as second... Sister, fifth brother, etc. Mm-hmm. In the trailer, we get uh, an inquisitor ship heading for the Fortress Inquisitorius, which is on so the planet cool. Noor, right around the corner from Mustafar, and was featured in Fallen Order. That thing looks so freaking it cool. does. Oh, I it love really Star- cool. I love newer Star Wars' obsession with just taking enormous buildings and plopping them in the middle of water.
2: Yeah, yes. so <laughs> mm-hmm. fun. It's it looks nice, so good. Like
0: Opposite of Mustafar. Like Mm -hmm. Vader's off in his freaking castle, brooding alone. And all the Inquisitors are together in one place, which probably isn't a good idea, but (laughs) they're all living like in this one place. Mm -hmm. I love it.
2: (laughs) And next we get our brand new Grand Inquisitor, played by Mm -hmm. Rupert Friend instead of Jason Isaacs, who voiced the character on Rebels. And he looks kind of like how the Grand Inquisitor should look like less gaunt? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but of course like that would be really hard to actually make a person look like that. Mm-hmm. Um friend has played villains before, so it could be a great fit. I am really excited to see it. We could mm-hmm. also see a few inquisitors sitting around a table, one that looks a lot like the fifth brother from Rebels. It's most likely Sung Kang who has been cast as that inquisitor. So, mm-hmm. super excited to see those inquisitors. He looked it was amazing. just like yeah it's great yes and they they have like the circular
0: lightsaber too. yes
1: they yes, do i do i have thoughts on that a little bit but okay i do want to touch on on rupert as the grand inquisitor mm. i think this has caused like a pretty big stir in some of the huge some all of all the, the uh, nastier corners of thing of yeah. fandom they're like yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't look right. Da, da, da. which okay two characters so far that have kind of debuted in animation have now been brought into live action prominently. One of them being Ahsoka mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and the
1: other one being um,
2: Cad Bane. now the
1: grant. Well, now the grand and, inquisitor. Yeah. yeah. Cad Bane too. People yeah, we, had, we got a
2: little bit of Cad Bane. You,
1: you expect certain tweaks and I can see I'm thinking about, cause we have seen a Powen uh, in revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. very tall very thin he's got like the very oval head Mm -hmm. thing but I'm thinking that the reason that you change that you know is probably just due to budget constraints and practicality like they said the reason that Ahsoka's mantrails were shortened in for Rosario Dawson is because she has to be able to move in them like she actually has to be able to jump around and fight and things we did see Shakti in Deleted Revenge of the Sith scenes, but she didn't have mm-hmm. to do anything other than sit there and die. Sit, Yeah. And then we yeah. uh, we have seen a powan but he didn't have to do anything other than stand straight up and right. slowly okay. turn around. Yeah. So if these guys have to really move and want to, it makes sense that you can't necessarily do the exact same effects.
2: Mm-hmm. That's and what like, I'm
1: justifying it in my mind. Let's
2: right. also just like,
1: It's okay. It doesn't have to look
2: exactly the same. Like, let's all just take a deep breath and just be Mm -hmm. like, "We get inquisitors in live action. This is like so exciting."
1: As long as they don't do the helicopter thing.
2: Okay, is this what we're gonna be talking about when you talk about the spinning lightsaber? Because I no, actually, no,
1: it's not. No, it's not.
2: I don't mind the helicopter thing. I think it's fine. Like.
1: It ultimately
2: I think it's, is. <laughs> it's cool to see lightsabers being used in lots of different ways. Like, do I love it? No. But like, do I care that much? No. Like, maybe there'll be like a cool air battle where they're helicoptering into each other. I'd be into that.
0: That would be kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's getting the shivers just thinking about it. Yeah. Speaking of which, our main villain standing at that table is our villain focus from the Entertainment Weekly article. Not really sure how to pronounce her name. It's either Reva or Reva. Really hope it's not Reva because that's too close to Revan. I'd rather it be a different pronunciation for her character. We don't know which number Inquisitor she is, but we haven't seen her before. So it's possible she could be the first sister or a newer Inquisitor who's just trying to make her mark. She's supposed to be a very ambitious character, so maybe she is new. We see her on Tatooine with Owen Lars in the background and a seemingly hanged person standing near her. This does yeah. not look good for anyone in whatever town they're in on Tatooine. She is played by Queen's Gambit actor Moses Ingram. She looks so fantastic. I'm so yeah. ready to see her in action. Mm-hmm. She's
2: badass.
0: Yes, she looks so cool. I'm like, mm-hmm. yay, lady villains, amazing. Yeah. And then of course, Joel Edgerton returning as Owen Lars, amazing. What a great <laughs> casting choice by George <laughs> Lucas back in the freaking nineties. <laughs>
1: Go I believe Deborah Char- actually said that. I think in the uh, the Entertainment Weekly article, she's just like, all I can say is, George, thanks for that. Just yep. awesome job. <laughs> <We> <laughs> On go. the reaper front, yeah, like she she has a name, so she doesn't appear to be officially just going by a number. She's not using the spinning lightsaber, from what I could see. She has yeah. just kind of a standard Regular. one. So I'm wondering what might all that mean. Like maybe she is in training. Like this is her first like big mission out or she's been like she's even like special ops on the inquisitor front which only mm. gets sent out on certain things i don't know could be really interesting I'm Much excited. but uh she gets some advice i'm assuming that she gets some advice from the grand inquisitor you got to watch out for that compassion the grand inquisitor says that in order to hunt jedi they must be patient and draw them out by using the jedi's compassion against them in this sequence, we get a glimpse of Indira Varmer's Imperial Officer character. We don't know her name yet. Most of us probably know her as Alaria Sand from Game of Thrones. Uh, she was on Luther.
0: Yes, um, I love her on Luther.
1: Yeah. I need to go back. I didn't get past like season two of Luther. I need to go back mm. and keep going. Um, cool. But who could she be? I'm guessing I'm guessing it's a fully new character. Um mm-hmm. But Probably it doesn't. could be, if they want to connect this to the upcoming Ahsoka show and with Thrawn, she could be the character, Karen Farrow, uh, who's one of Thrawn's right-hand people. Uh, it could fit, That would fit nicely in the timeline, depending on where Farrow was at this point in the galaxy. I'd yeah. love her- it if
0: it was her. <laughs> <laughs> I love Karen Farrow. She's amazing. She's such a badass. <laughs> Just give us more badass ladies. I'm here for it completely. <laughs>
2: So after this part in the trailer, Ben is now on a civilian transport, some sort of bus. I don't know. Probably taking him to Mos Eisley where he can hop on a ship and get off planet. Was he doing some heroics and the Inquisitors heard rumors about it? Like, that would be very unwise. Like, lay low, buddy. Mm -hmm. Why else would he leave Tatooine except to protect Luke? I don't know. It's crazy that the Inquisitors are this close to Luke and don't find him. Mm Mm-hmm. are they not testing midichlorians anymore? I'm so
1: I doubt they are. I doubt they are.
2: (laughs) They really should be, though. Do a little little prick. Mm -hmm. Well, I
1: mean, if they just have a, I mean, if all they have is just kind of a sense of the force on Tatooine, and then that there's a pretty strong one from Luke, there's also a strong one from Obi, and he leaves, that could just draw them away, because they can sense that part, that leaving. Right possible yeah
2: although if he stayed close to Luke maybe they couldn't like discern one from the other and it could actually protect Luke
1: yeah but then he might die I'm I mean I get Obi. it
2: oh well yes I, I a spoiler I don't think he dies in this show we don't think he
1: does <laughs> <laughs> and
0: besides do we really want to stay on Tatooine <laughs> no,
1: no no we do we not, do
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we've never agreed no. on anything this is it <laughs>
0: We love you, sandy freaking dirt pile in the galaxy. But this time we get to go somewhere else. The planet with all this cool neon science was identified in Entertainment Weekly as Dayu, which writer Joey Harrell describes as kind of like Hong Kong, mm-hmm. which could be really, really cool for the show, for Star Wars in general. There's supposed to be lots of seedy nightlife and all that graffiti for Obi-Wan to stick his freaking nose into, draw the Inquisitor to him. I, of course, I love word origins and meaning. So I looked up Dayu and one translation in Mandarin I found was black jade. So cool. Which is very unique mm-hmm. and individual. So I'm very excited to see what kind of action we can get up to on Dayu.
2: Can we just talk about how this was so reminiscent of the Coruscant scenes from yes. um Attack of the Clones? Yes. Like, like very blade runner too. Yes. Just mm-hmm. like and like almost a little bit drawn mm-hmm. Very just like a little bit, yeah so fun like so like night clubby i was really into it i love that for death sticks, I'm <laughs> truly, Don't want truly. Death sticks. <laughs> we're just gonna like get dex's diner again he's like got multiple locations
1: <laughs> again i think that would make a great show anyway I'm
2: with you <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm with you
1: anyway so we get a switch in our music cue we move from duel of the fates to battle of the heroes which was the music playing over the major. Um, Anakin Obi-Duel in Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith. Anyway, watching <laughs> someone, maybe it's Reva. She walks through some unfamiliar streets. She sees some Jedi graffiti and kind of touches it, caresses it there on the wall. Hopefully the show is going to be a little bit grittier than we initially thought. Ben's in a blaster fight with some unseen foes. That's just really uncivilized. I can't believe he's stooping that low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yes, Uh, and there's a shot of some birds taking flight kind of out of this little explosion initially they did kind of look like convert birds but looks like now on closer inspection probably not one of them does kind of resemble the firebird if you pause it Mm -hmm. at the right moment
0: they have like longer necks they don't quite
1: look owly enough they look
2: like cranes to me like such a crane Mm
0: -hmm. which would bring us to star wars visions and the crane Mm -hmm. symbol Mm -hmm. there you go
2: Oh my goodness. Bring it out. Bring it home,
0: Flo. All right. Are you ready for my
2: favorite part of the trailer?
0: (laughs) The reason I gave you this one. (laughs) Thank you. I so
2: appreciate it. Uh, So there is one more music change to Anakin's Dark Deeds, which is all I've ever wanted in my life. And is that Hayden Christensen's music or his breathing? At least again, all I want to hear at night when I'm sleeping is just him breathing um, we know he's been cast for the show. We have no idea what's in store for the ex-Jedi. After the trailer came out, Entertainment Weekly released a tease of their talk with Hayden when he says this is a very powerful Vader, which, yes, please. It's been hinted that he and Obi-Wan will have a confrontation, but that would go against established canon from A New Hope. So maybe they'll find a way to work around it. Um, personally, I think I they will. I think, I think, think they, will they will, too. Yeah. um I would prefer to get flashbacks so we could see Hayden's face because that's that's the moneymaker well that and like the abs if they could just like get him sweaty and like waking up again that'd be really great
0: just one shot per flow that's all we need
2: honestly imagine episode. if I had gone to see him like if COVID had never happened and I had gotten my hands on Hayden Christensen psh, I think I'd be in jail <laughs>
0: And Ron at the same time.
2: <laughs> that would have been such a big weekend, big You're weekend like, I for need Flo. a
0: close sandwich,
2: <laughs> please. I don't think I would have been able to leave Boston. I would have just been like a pile of goo. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so thrilled to see Hayden again. I just like, I'm so nervous that the fans are not going to give him the shot that he deserves. And um, yeah, I, I hope that you know the community will rally around him this time. I agree. I- he deserves that.
0: Yeah all right and with that we're going to head into our reactions and wishes for this series first of all i really hope these episodes are longer than 20 ish minutes
2: Hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. i hope these are like like drama runtime 42 minutes or longer each it should be like a mini movie six episodes i'm really hoping we get at least 40 plus minutes for each episode The trailer has me so excited. I was always happy we were getting a Kenobi show, but like, holy shit, this is amazing. Reminded me of Rebels, which of course makes me like just want it even more. I'm here for the Inquisitor backbiting. Like, give me that dynamic that we got in Rebels because it's really drama-y and so, so delicious. Hopefully we'll get to see Vader throw hands because he does in the comics.
1: He has to. He's (laughs) going to throw hands.
0: It's I'm so down. So he's gonna I take wanna... some hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna throw hands. <laughs> the ones that he takes, he's gonna throw them. <laughs> the he takes, he's, gonna throw them. <laughs> he's real mean to the inquisitors. Everyone, the here's here's what I need. So I need him
2: too. to pin somebody up against the mm. wall, and then I will combust. That's what I need. That's it. Can he pin Obi-Wan up against a wall? Because oh my, stop it right now. I'm never going to sleep tonight. The, the internet best. just
0: exploded. Oh! <laughs> I'd love that. I would love to see it. Love to see him force choking someone also. Vader during this time would be like super angsty because he's, mm. I mean, it's been 10 years, but he's still coming off of Padme's death and like mm. taking his job as yeah. the right-hand man of the Emperor pretty seriously. And he really doesn't have fucking time for the Inquisitors. (laughs) He hates that person's job. So I'm really excited to see that. Uh, The music's fantastic. I cannot wait for John Williams. I love that there is a main villain lady character. But there is a gripe that I have that Anders will fight with me about later. There is a lady (laughs) missing from the the trailer. Where is Satine,
1: everyone? (laughs) She is dead that's where she is. I know she
0: she's is. dead. I don't <laughs> care. And it's not like I, she has to be on the show. Like they don't have to cast her per se, but I would like Obi-Wan to mention her mm. like at least once and be like, there are many regrets I have. She is one of them because she's so important to him. Yeah. he would have left the Jedi Order for her. Like this isn't just some random chick he picked up in one of the other Legends novels. I mean, she's Obi-Wan. his baby mama. <laughs> Oh, we got around. Yeah. And where the thug is corky, also. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to know internet and that's right. Us, we want to know where Corky is. I, I just am gonna be really disappointed if she's completely ignored on the show, mainly because she was fridged to move along Obi-Wan's character arc, and I don't like that because it always happens to female characters. I'm not a fan of that. And it, she's just such a big part of his life, and her death changed him. And if we get Qui-Gon. I would at least like him to say something along the lines of, oh, you could have gone with your Duchess and been much happier. And Obi-Wan doesn't necessarily have to say anything to that too. It can be like one line, just acknowledge the woman's existence, please. <laughs> okay, Anders. All right. <laughs> excited. So after, the,
1: so after this trailer, I do have to say much excite. I am mm-hmm. very excited. Kind of like you, Colleen, like, I was excited that this show was coming, but when Disney and Lucasfilm a couple years ago announced their, like, slate of 10 or 12 upcoming Star Wars projects, this was probably the one I was least pumped about. Hmm. Like, still very excited, but I was so much more into Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, The Bad Batch, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, all this stuff, The Promise of Visions, like, Mm -hmm. all of this other stuff I was like... An Obi-Wan show is going to be awesome. Don't get me wrong. But this other stuff that could take the series in a new direction, what I was a little more steering towards. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, I was starting to get, I was getting a little annoyed by the lack of trailer. Like the show is coming in a couple of months. I feel like, especially like their Marvel stuff, Disney promotes a lot more. They haven't been doing as much with their Star Wars content to promote it early on. Mm-hmm. um that and the constant reminder in social media circles about the lack of a trailer was starting to great on yeah. me <laughs>
0: yes my god <laughs>
1: a little bit but holy shit they fucking delivered this trailer is absolutely incredible it looks sick mm-hmm. the inquisitors look incredible that base looks amazing uh i do have really major questions about Riva and everything about where this story can go what we can do with it i think the possibilities are a lot more open they do have to work within some pretty tight constraints to make it work with what we already know but i think that they're gonna do it
0: mm-hmm. okay on the pain. sateen
1: on satin. <laughs> now when Colleen says I'm going to fight with her about this, I got a text from a mutual friend of ours who said, I just heard from a little birdie that you are 100% wrong about something. And I was, was like, it whoa, 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 I yeah. was
2: going to say, was it Sloan?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, it was. And I made my position clear. And I think she ultimately came down on, on my side. Um, which, admittedly, I don't about think... Satine. No. This
2: feels <laughs> unlikely. I feel like you're reading. Well, that my position was reasonable. Something.
1: My position is reasonable, and I think Colleen, you and I can find middle ground here because I don't want to see Satine on this show. I do not that want to see hard.
0: her. With only six. I episodes.
1: love her, and I want that story. I want a full movie or like three episode thing of the Satine and Obi Wan
0: mm. year.
1: That's what Write I want. us a
0: book, Claudia Gray. I
1: feel like now I am not a writer. I am not a TV producer or anything. But I even I feel like you would have to do some pretty big narrative backflips to make sense of like a flashback with Satine on the show. I don't understand what you could do. I yeah, also again hard. we only have six episodes. I don't want the show to get bogged down in flashbacks. This is my one main critique of the book of Boba Fett that the story in the present that we're actually supposed to be following ends up being the least developed thing. Yeah, And I want us to focus in there. I want us to focus in on that. I don't want to spend a lot of time in flashbacks. I would be totally okay if we do not get a flashback of a D.H. Hayden Christensen. If we, all we get is like, if we get a shot of like Vader without the helmet and you can see that it's Hayden like under some makeup and some other things, like, that's fine. I know people are, like, wondering, why would you bother to cast Hayden if he's not going to take the helmet off? Well, because that's a flex. Because, yeah. I mean, why do you cast Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian when he doesn't have to be on set yep. almost ever?
0: Because Hayden Christensen wants to put the suit because on. Because he wants again. to put the
1: suit back on. And he's mm-hmm. he's come yeah. a long way in fans' minds in the last however long it's been. What oh, has it been, like almost mind. 20 years since Revenge of the Sith now?
0: <laughs> that makes me feel very old.
1: <laughs> I think it's, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like it's 2003. So we're, we'd be at 19 years. <laughs> um, Jesus. So I think that that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Sure, we can have one, but ultimately if you want flashbacks about his time with Obi-Wan, go watch Clone Wars. It's right there for you to see. <laughs> I do really want that fireside chat with Qui-Gon though that is something I really want and I think it lines up in mentions in other canon about Mm -hmm. how long it took Obi-Wan to fully be able to commune with Qui-Gon would be right around this time I think
0: it's 10 years
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so I really want that other than that general wish list items I mean sure give me Hondo (laughs) always (laughs) give me one episode episode (laughs) where Hondo shows up (laughs)
0: oh my gosh he could rescue him
1: <laughs> he, he could director. but now nah, he couldn't keep his location a secret it would have to be like yeah. it would have to yeah. be like a background thing like they just kind of miss each other and he's there yeah. totally as a fan service easter egg and i'm just saying like cool okay
0: yes embrace <laughs> it embrace hondo in the background
1: <laughs> all right flo what about
2: um, you well first i'm gonna say anders get <laughs> fucked if we don't <laughs> get a DH. It doesn't have to be DA'd. You're just looking fine, Hayden. He looks good. Give me a non-burned Hayden Christensen all day. The entire show (laughs) should just be called the unburned Hayden. Um, Well, I've been excited for this show really since it was announced. I obviously was extra excited when they announced Hayden was going to be back on it. Um... I think I'm still less pumped for this one than I am for Andor. Um, I think that's like my number one right now that I'm super excited for. But I am pumped for this one. I am pumped for Ahsoka as well just because now that I've seen Rebels, I feel like a lot more kinship with that storyline. But I'm pumped for this one. I just thought this trailer was gorgeous. And if the series looks like that, we are in for a real treat. Mm -hmm. Like it was stunning it was varied I was very worried that we were going to stay on Tatooine for too long but we got barely any Tatooine on this one um I mean in the trailer at least and so that gives me a lot of hope that we're going to be all over and new places and I love new places and so I'm just really excited I'm very excited for like the grittier parts, which I think is what we're also going to get from Andor, which is why I was really excited for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So like any sort of like seedy parts of planets, I'm here for it. Um,
0: The underbelly, we want it.
1: We want that. (laughs) I mean, given, given past patterns with past seasons of things, I mean, the trailer tends to not carry anything beyond like max, like episode three. Right. Maybe in Boba Fett, we actually got that one scene from episode four. So we actually might get off Tatooine very quickly.
2: I hope so. Like, I, I'd be cool if we don't even start there. Yeah. Just go there later. I don't know. <laughs> um, I am definitely hoping for some Qui-Gon. I feel like we got robbed of not enough Qui-Gon by just having him and, you know, not even the entirety of Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> so huge bummer there. I'm excited to learn more about what Vader's doing at this time. See him with the inquisitors for sure. I'm excited to see the inquisitors more. Like I almost wish they would have lasted a little bit longer in rebels. Cause they mm-hmm. were so interesting. So I'm excited to see more of them. I'm excited to see the spinning lightsabers. I think they're cool. Um, helicoptered or not. Um, <laughs> What else? Like, I'm just excited. Like, like Colleen said, the score is beautiful. I think I'm just going to be on the edge of my seat the whole time. That's what I'm really hoping for, especially Mm -hmm. coming off of Boba, which was a little bit lackluster. Um, Underwhelming. Underwhelming. (laughs) Underwhelming. (laughs) Underwhelming. Really, (laughs) really high highs, Mm -hmm. but then like very mediocre parts as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping this one gives us a little bit more of those highs. Um, and then, of course, like a tie to the prequels, for me is always good. So, just like inject it directly into my veins, please. <laughs> that old
0: trailer was like the prequel.
2: It was. It was amazing. Prequels
0: plus rebels. It was like honestly, our dream. like
2: seeing. <laughs> Okay, I've got an actual question. Is there only one hairstylist on Tatooine that cuts young boys' hair? Because Luke looked exactly like Anakin. Like it was the same yes. haircut. Okay. Yeah. Just Owen checking. Lars too, looks oh, it's like It's the, the Owen the Lars haircut. barber shop. Uh there's <laughs> a lars, lars. there. It's
1: first. the uh no, it's the um whenever you have a droid it- you know, it comes preloaded with a single haircut setting. That's it. You have to oh. pay for more Tatooine's not a yes. very wealthy planet. So they only get the yes. free version.
0: Okay. I forgot but- to mention the droid. There was a droid. In there the was a droid too. in he there. Was. And
1: I think yeah. it's really cool. I think it was, Um, I was looking at Star Wars Explained and he was theorizing mm-hmm. that that's Camille Nangiani's mm-hmm. character. Oh, cool.
2: That would which
1: be would amazing. be really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. What You're if, what if, okay, hear me out. What if Luke sees Obi-Wan and says, are you an angel? I will combust. <laughs> and then, like, Obi-Wan just, like, disappears and he never sees him again until he meets him, like, when he's way older. He says, um, no,
1: I'm a fucking wizard.
2: That I'm a wizard, <laughs> bitch. Um, that's I a would, wizard, Annie. <laughs> he really is Are a you wizard. an angel? <laughs> I'm
0: here like, for it. I'm here I for all of it. I'm
2: so here for it. Are just, you, like, fan service a get
0: Yeah, right? I don't think we're gonna get very much Leia, maybe. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think we're really gonna will. get any Leia. There was a rumor that she'd been, like, a younger Leia had been
1: cast, but mm. I, don't I don't think we're going to get much Luke. I think not think like so a, either. This is the perfect amount yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: There was just a joke like... that a de-aged Mark Hamill would be Oh, God, Luke. stop it. <laughs> no.
2: I mean, they've gone to they've gone to some <laughs>
1: extremes with that in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, beyond just Mark Hamill, I mean, I'm thinking about a Terminator Dark Fate
2: where they mm. took,
1: where they made a DH aged John Connor, and they actually had him, who looks nothing like he did back then.
2: I just <laughs> like, want to see very young Luke just chugging blue milk, just absolutely destroying a blue milk. I want I'm him to yell, it. "Uncle Owen, Aunt Peru!" Oh my god! Yes, yes! A hundred percent.
1: I do think that would be that makes it for a fitting kind of closing to the series is yeah. a is a a recreation of that shot basically of the trailer of him yeah. yeah spying in and he sees luke more or less how revenge of the Sith ended but with mm-hmm. luke able yeah. to walk
2: <laughs> yes right mm-hmm. Whew. oh my this god is- that'd be so amazing Chill. this is gonna be Just great everybody cells. it's gonna be, I think this is yeah. gonna be really good may cannot come fast enough
1: well, I don't know. I could. Uh, I could stand for the for the rest of March to take a little bit longer. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Italy.
2: <laughs> I was going to say. Well, you're going on a flight like, trip. <laughs> clearly, you're not a teacher before spring break, my dude. Oh God, no! March, is the, worst, yeah, March is the worst.
1: <laughs> w- March is the worst month to be a student and a teacher because it's the only one that doesn't have a lesson break.
2: <laughs> it is rough right now, but actually my spring break is coming up really soon so i'm super excited um and yeah if you're excited for for the trailer (laughs) we're gonna be covering it here yeah yes Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yes we will be we will be covering obi-wan kenobi on yasw pod so stay tuned but until then thank you all for joining us today find us on twitter instagram at yasw pod follow us wherever you're getting your podcast Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, you know, follow us in all of them and in each one <laughs> leave a, hit a, hit that follow button and leave us a five star review.
0: Please and thank you. you. Check <laughs> out
1: all of our previous episodes on the Star Wars films, Star Wars Visions, the Book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. you can check out all the offerings in the Forgotten Entertainment family over at ForgottenEntertainment.com you can find Colleen Flo and I over on the Bohemian Me Geek Studies podcast. The ladies just had a very excellent episode <laughs> on their favorite smut. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you're lonely, maybe don't listen. <laughs> it's pretty hot.
1: Or if you are lonely and just want to yeah. hear some things.
2: I mean, suit yourself. Dealer's things. choice, day.
1: Things
0: were talked about.
1: You can also find Colleen's Star Wars book reviews on bohemiangeekstudies.com. Not and smut. <laughs> oh, wow. Non smut. I mean, I don't know. Have you done Lost Stars yet? I mean, <laughs> stay tuned.
0: <Damn. laughs>
1: Join us in May for more Obi-Wan Kenobi coverage. But until then, the war may be over, but hope survives. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye. Bye, everyone.